Welcome to episode 65 of Sketching Up. I'm your host, Chris Schnabel, with Kyle Scott, and we have a guest here with us today. So I'm going to throw it over to Matt here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about himself. Go ahead, take it away. What's going on, boys? Love the pod. You know, long-time listener, first-time caller kind of thing here. Um, I'm Matt. Callers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to say that because I'm, I've never called into a radio show. This is the perfect time. Come on. <laughs> so I'm from New Jersey, huge DC fan. Love, you know, but I love everything comics. Love it, you know, takes you out of that world. I tell people, you know, I read comics now because I just, the world we live in now is like a comic book. So why not read it with a little superheroes? <laughs> you know, you know, you got Superman saving the day. We don't have that here. So no. I was, I love comics, you know, I, I do love Marvel. I, I read more DC than Marvel. I, I follow the MCU, like it's a religion. I love it. It's been great. Um, you know, we'll get into the DCEU and the things that, you know, I love, things I hate, things that I just don't see going in the right path, but we'll get to that stuff. Um, <laughs> and then me and Kyle are going to just rep on some anime because love anime man i got into it when i was in college like i was like i i just wasn't finding anything on tv i was just like and they started to slowly put it on streaming services and stuff and i was like no i'm just gonna give it a try and, and uh and you know back in the day when toonami was on i was watching dragon ball dragon ball z um you know gundam i'm a huge gundam fan like that's my that's my bread and butter right there is gundam i love every single one i've watched it a million times um but like college really just like stepped that up you know i hit onto one piece went into that and just got sucked in watched all of that you know um i just uh i just got uh done with the most recent season of my hero academia and since we're all we're all heroes we're all into the hero stuff that thing just it, it took me for a ride and, and i have to say like these these enemies get you emotional like I get physically emotional and like I have to back up a little bit and be like, I'm watching cartoons and there's like tears running down. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with it, bro. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. bro. There's bro. nothing wrong with that at bro. all. I mean, look at Kyle right now. He's about to have bro. tears rolling down your eyes for you talking about cartoons. Bro. <laughs> bro, let me tell you something. It's anime, bro. So, but here's the thing. I get you. First, I got so many questions for you, Matt. First question. I just got to ask. What part of Jersey By the way, if anybody needs me, I'll be over here. Yeah, yeah, we got you, bro. Mute the mic. Let us get into this. Yeah, go ahead. What part of Jersey are you from? Because, like, my family, me and my family, we used to live in um, Newark. So, like, my uncle's still in Newark. My sister's still in Newark. Like, so what part of Jersey? I'm not far from Newark. I'm in North Jersey. I grew up in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. And right now I live in Nutley, New Jersey. Okay. Um, Currently, I'm in Montclair. just hanging okay. out uh, at my girlfriend's place with nice. dog and everything. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've lived up here. I lived in Philadelphia for six years. Um, mm. Love that. We were just talking about fan bases, and I gotta tell you guys, like Philly's fan base is unruly, unruly. And I was there when they <laughs> yeah, won the Super Bowl. 
I was there when they won the Super Bowl and I walked into the city and it the the videos we saw from that didn't do it justice. It was like a war zone. It was literally a war zone Ooh. of like celebration. But that's like celebration to them. It's like let's just burn everything down out of joy. Cool. It, yeah, <laughs> I never understood burning down things down. I never understood burning things like when when Yale and Quinnipiac played um, in hockey, they like burned mattresses and stuff, and I'm like, why? What is, mattresses are expensive. Like, why are you doing that? That doesn't make any sense to me. That's that, you're yeah, burning like a like, couple grand. That's, that's an investment. Yeah, you spend half your life. Like, you spend half your life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I I loved it down there. But uh, I moved back, uh, back up here for work, and you know, back home uh, where all of the buddies are, and you know. And, it's been great. I love it up here. So that's cool. Yeah. Right. And by the way, Matt and I used to work together. That's how we know each other. Years and years ago. Many, many years renegades. ago. Hudson renegades. Valley Renegades. I don't even know what year. Probably 2014. Yeah. I've been I've been back. I've been back a couple times for some games. Actually, I went yeah, back I mean, like last year. I'll definitely go. If you're going to a game this year, like I'll definitely Bet. come up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, let's do it's it. It's not that far from me. It's the same amount of time it would take me to get to Marist, so it's, it's well. It's <laughs> I actually have to like make a plan for it because it's like two hours away. Oh, <laughs> I gotta, okay, I gotta yeah. make sure. I think it's like Kyle's also invited. Away. By the way, you can fly mm-hmm. up if you want. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Get up here and do a live show. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do that one of these days. Yeah, get up here, get that yeah, live we, show going. The only opportunity we had for a live show, we were like, nah, we just want to chill. <laughs> Yeah, because he was down in Atlanta. He was down here. He was down I here. I got stuck for like in Atlanta on a layover. He did. Uh, I can't pick him up. Because I'm only like 20, 30 minutes from the airport. So I went right. and scooped him. We hung out all night long, dropped him off, went to work. It was smooth. It was just like college. Yeah. So It was so nice. It was so nice. But we were like, we should record. And we're like, nah, we're just chilling. <laughs> Like, this is fun. This is yeah. great. Enjoy the, the only time. time we get. Enjoy the time that you have together. <laughs> so we did. And then we well, yeah. went back like two days Gosh. later and recorded. <laughs> yep, 100%. 100%. And talked about it. And talked about, <laughs> and talked about, it. about, it. Talked about it, yeah. <laughs> That's where we sat on <laughs> the couch like, oh, this could be good content. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally, we talked about some content, chilled out, and then got on the thing. Yeah, so uh, this is what we talked about while we was in person, even though we could have did a show, but we was like, man, eh, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it be sometimes, you know? It's all good, though. Ain't nothing wrong with it. The Ain't accent no that came out after the... It just had me dying. It's like he just went from one level to another very fast. Like that. Like literally like that. Anyway, Matt, continue on. We're just kind of getting off track now. So anytime that happens, just stop us. Like you you become the host. Just stop us. Like we just be Me and Schnabel is bug, bro. Like you you take that. You take that. It's great take that. But I have a question for you, man. Good. Rock with me, bro. Holla at me, right. dog. So, you know, what would you say the best anime is story-wise? Like my favorite or what I actually think is the best? Yeah, what you actually think is the best story-wise. Both. Give us both. Oh, yeah. Right. What you I think the you best both. story-wise is and your favorite. I mean, they should be the same, but the way you asked, I'm assuming nah. they're not. No, nah, they're not the they're not the same because there's some of them that's like okay. Um 
the story that I think is written the best, even though the anime didn't do it, only two seasons of the anime did it real justice, is Tokyo Ghoul. Because mm, okay. those the, the third third season was eh, it was mid. Fourth season, Dog, get it out of here. Should have cut it. Yeah. Well, my issue was they didn't. If they would have stuck with the manga and actually mm. put everything in it, it would have been straight. Like you just, he goes from being a straight up just ghoul, top ghoul. You know what I'm saying? Number one ghoul in the whole whatever in the whole universe. To now he got white hair with a black spot on top. And now you were, now you a fed like that makes can, no sense and it just can jumped. we get some oh, yeah, no, can we get some like what 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 is this show? <laughs> it's called Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, but what give give a quick synopsis? Yeah, I know what the oh, name of it is. Sorry. I heard you say that right, part. So, to- so Tokyo Ghoul is basically about like a dude. So this is like their their thing called a ghoul, basically, and they eat humans and like monsters or whatever, right? And they're like mad powerful. Got all these special powers and crap. So, kind of kicking the main character. Homie went to a bookstore, seen a baddie, and was like, "Bet, shot his shot because he a real gangster. You feel me? Real, real pimp, real pimp." Kind of kicking slid was a real pimp. He was like, "What's up, girl? You know what I'm saying?" She was like, "Ooh, I'm choosing," and he and she chose. But he didn't realize the girl, the girl that was choosing on him, was a bit of a man eater, literally. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> she was a man eater for real. Because she ended up being a ghoul and she ended up um, turning him into a ghoul. And so she didn't eat just, him. She just made him a ghoul. Yeah. She, yeah. She, okay. Yeah. And she made him into a really powerful ghoul. But you see the transition from him going from like this meek and mild human boy that is like super sweet and a nice boy? to like the straight gangster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. From a, he was a boy when this happened or was he like an adult? He was in high school. He was like yeah. a high school. Okay. Kid. Okay. Teenage. Okay. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. He was like a teenage. You got to realize I, I teach high school. So I still look at them as kids. Like they're still babies. Well, they are kids. <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying that's not a kid. But yeah. When you said a boy, but, I'm thinking like a little eight year old is, Oh, oh nah, nah. See, girls are getting turned into most, ghouls. It's weird because most animes is like based around high school, college age. Yeah, for sure. Like, so that makes sense. Yeah, man. Yeah, so like, if they would have explained everything in between, mm-hmm. I would have been cool. That's my issue. But then my favorite, just my favorite, just in general, I love Mob Psycho One Hundred. That okay. whole that storyline is the. Wildest storyline. So the storyline is there's basically you know this one. So I that's on my list to go into next. So don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. This is why I asked. If he gives us a synopsis like he just did for Tokyo Ghoul, I just want to hear that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. I don't want him to spoil anything. When he talks anime with with me. When he talks anime with me, I don't care if he spoils it because I've never seen it anyway. I don't know half the things he's talking about, so it doesn't spoil anything because I, I, I have no idea where you're going. I don't know. Like I was just like had to stop him. He's talking about ghouls with white hair. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So I'm like, yeah. So so <laughs> Kyle, give that synopsis, but spoiler free. Right. No spoilers. I got you. So um, by the way, Matt, we got to get you back on because when you do. We gotta talk about it because that's one of my top. That's one of my top five right there. 
Mob Psycho 100. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So, Mob Psycho 100 is basically there is a you're in the universe. There's normal humans, and then there's um like psychics where they got like psychic powers and all that fun stuff, right? So, like, he sit. Mob works. Mob is this boy. So he's like teenage. So he's like teenage kid, but he works for this like psychic agency, but he's a fraud and you know it off rip. He's a fraud, but he's such a, he's like a, he's like a shady guy. He's like the shady scammer who just happens to have parental skills. It's the stupidest concept ever. But when you watch it and then there's like this little ghost that this little entity that's just hanging around and messes around becomes their friend. Bro, you gotta watch it and they get into all sorts of adventures. They meet all sorts of like um, psychics and mob. And oh, by the way, when you watch it, pay attention to the number meter because the number meter is once he become once he gets to 100%, he spaz it. Mm. Okay. And then you see his full powers pop out. It gets real, real wild. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That. It's pretty funny, though. It's hilarious. He needs, Just like, have you ever watched you on um, here? He needs you on here. Have you ever watched? Because he said, he said, I, I started laughing. No, you can go in a second. I started laughing because he's talking about this. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then he's like, yeah, and there's this little ghost that hangs around. And then he's like, watch the number meter, too. And I'm like, what the? See, this is where he lost <laughs> the ghosts and number meters. What is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, if you it. when you but when for you a watch person the show, who has watched anime, this is all normal. This is like I oh, know, man, no, I realize now that this is and normal. And your head is just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is so funny. All right, Kyle, you're asking what he if he's watched something. So continue there. Have you ever watched um, Kansuba or yes. Kansuba? Yeah, dog. A while dog. back, a while back, it was so. It's hilarious, dog. Yeah. Like, I, I do like the enemies that, like, are funny. Like, it, it has enough action, but there is, like, lighthearted parts where it's funny. Because you can get an anime that is, like, so gory, so mm-hmm. just messed up. And then there's, like, these funny parts that kind of, like, bring you back down. Because, like, it gets to a point where, like, like I was watching um, Chainsaw Man. And I was like, I was like, I love this, but, like... I'm trying to eat dinner. I can't eat dinner while I'm watching this. This is just, just like it's just too much. Like I, I'm gonna vomit all over the place. Like keep watching. But then like it, it cuts to a scene and it was like hilarious. It was like fun. So I was just like, okay, I can keep going. You know, just slowly but surely. Let's get. Let's keep going. Like yeah, but I love that anime too. I just I can't wait for more. Like that was. Did you want me to explain Chainsaw Man to you? No, you've no. done it before. You've done it before. Oh, I have? Yeah, okay, that man. one That one has been a part of the podcast before. You, have, you didn't explain it in full, but I at least knew that one when he said it. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I remember that one. Yeah, I know. Thank, right. thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm All really right, so contributing. Matt, what... Sorry, my bad. What's your favorite anime? My favorite is Gundam Double Zero. Okay. Uh, I just... I love the Gundams because, like, of kind of the political strife it gives you of, like, kind of that question, like, how would we as a society deal with people living in space? And how would that, between people still living on Earth and people still living in space, and, like, who governs them? 
but they govern themselves when they do that. And with for Chris, the the whole premise of this is that uh, the Earth pretty much used up all its fossil fuels, so it doesn't have anything. So the countries kind of came together and formed kind of I would say super countries, like three of them, and they used their resources to build these huge towers that put you know um, kind of like a like a ring around the Earth that absorbs the uh, UV sunlight and it, that generates all the power so they don't need to mm. use fossil fuels anymore and these towers are kind of in some of the in these major super countries and mm-hmm. so there are certain things that are allowed to do with those and what it what the big problem was was they were militarizing them so military started to build up build up build up and so these Gundam pilots created a group that would do armed interventions meaning they would if there was a battle going on between two countries they would go in the middle and fight both sides to stop the fighting and so you you find out later down the line that you know this concept of these gundams were invented like generations ago and they were just coming onto the scene now and that the propulsion system that they use kind of is like no one else has that so why don't we have that and so instead of it like then going down to calm down everybody they start to build up more because of the threat of the Gundams and it's just an interesting take on how the the world reacts to another source of energy and you know why they would fight and why they would go after each other and I just the connections with the characters you have in those is is pretty deep because you can see they're all from different different walks of life mm-hmm. and they need to you know they need to work together but they're all very different from each other and certain things shape their lives because of all these towers because of all these super countries and, and what they're kind of governed in so they join this group and they just they work to kind of end all fighting but they're fighting themselves so is it truly what they're doing was right so it's a good question and i love that and probably with that the same same thing is is like gundam wing is probably my second favorite that's that interests me so much and there was no (laughs) curveballs you didn't then go yeah and their dog speaks gibberish and (laughs) can do magic No, it's all about... Kyle, Kyle just gave me the meanest look when I just said that. <laughs> Kyle's found out, like, two animes, and you're like, nah. And then I just talk about one, and you're like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm fighting this one. Kyle would be so great. mad if I came back next week and said, yeah, I watched the one Matt talked about. He'd be like, what about the thousands I told you to watch? I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, how did you like it? I would be civil on air, but off air, you would get a proper cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually, the one you just explained, um, I think it's just such an interesting, that it, that concept is so interesting yeah. to me because I'm huge on like history. Yeah. So like, even oh. though it's not history. It's yeah. just so interesting to me that like um, well I think you like I would I would suggest and Kyle coming off I would suggest starting off with Gundam Wing I think that's a good jumping off point for like the Gundam, the Gundam universe and that's mm-hmm. more about 
colonies. So, the, you know, they, they send people up, they built the colony, and then they populated them. Mm-hmm. And then the Earth was like, well, we want to govern you. And then the other side was like, we should govern ourselves. You know, you sent us up here in these extreme conditions. We built all these colonies. Let us do that. And within that time frame, you know, there's they're they're pretty much both person to who they wanted to become like their president gets assassinated. And so they know it's the Earth Federation who did it. And they want to kind of they they want they want them to take the blame for it and they're not. They're saying it was just a wannabe person who did it. And so they just they decide, okay, we're gonna send down these Gundams and they're going to destroy all the military bases on Earth. But then it goes in a little deeper because the strife that they land on and they start killing, they realize that they're kind of, the strings are getting pulled by one person, by one mm-hmm. group called Oz. And they, they didn't know this at the time. And because Oz is kind of like a, a military group that, that, mm-hmm. that was formed and has all this funding, and they're building mobile suits. They're they're doing all this great stuff, and they're kind of pulling the strings to take out the leaders of the Earth Federation, who want pacifism, who want to give the colonies their own government, wants to do that, and kind of direct them to kill all those people. And then it's kind of like, are they doing the right thing? You know, are they are they really helping out everything? And the big question is, is there anything real to full pacifism is it can we get pacifism in this time of mobile suits so how, that's that one is like the first one i've ever watched how how old is this uh this so kind of wings anime out, i think the 90s it was Did it? so it's it's unbelievably which is this is crazy because this happened after that is like i don't know how much you guys know like with world history and world what conflicts that is so unbelievably similar to like the iran and united states thing that happened mm-hmm. not like two years ago where we almost yeah, went to full-fledged war with iran but it came out in the 90s mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened in 2019 yeah so, oh yeah i mean like yeah, they the, yeah, the, the, the u.s they had I, I guess that's true i mean because obviously conflicts like that have happened before i mean that's how World the uh, World War what was it two or one started with the killing of the president but mm-hmm. that's what happened with Iran is they had their mm-hmm. conflicts and then the U S had a strike and Iran killed their president and then Iran responded by bombing all the Iraqi uh, headquarters in the in uh, the United States headquarters in Iraq and that and it, like literally it almost led to World War Three if you don't know about that by the yeah. way definitely look yeah, into that read about it it's it. unbelievably yeah. interesting about all, how close how unbelievably close we were to world war three literally like a year or two ago and you don't yeah. even know about it if you don't read about no, it it's it, crazy it's not like it, it never really made major headlines like which is like nuts it, <laughs> it like, almost started world war three and it didn't yeah, make major headlines talking, yeah and i was talking to my buddy and he's a history teacher at, in middle mm-hmm. school and he was he was like, we were discussing this. He was just like, I don't think people realize that like shit could have hit the fan within a day. Within, within a, a day. day that it, this shit could have hit the fan and we could have been, you know, in crisis mode. And, the, and well, he was like, and if this happened, this would have lasted 
longer than any other war that we would have had because it, it would just it people would have just been arguing like the, that's what we so, right now it's like arguing and then fighting i want i want to build off what you're saying okay and 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 i apologize i won't have all the terms or anything because i'm doing this off the top of my head um so there is a canal or what is it called not a bend there's there's like a, a bay right and it has a little locker i don't remember what they call it but there's a little lock of land and it leads into this bay and in this bay is iran iraq all these countries that you get our oil from and that is the only way in and out to make it to all the major countries you can't go any other way to get out of there and iran controls a big portion of the one side so that's where it's all starting because iran threatened to close off the the passageway by either putting they probably put bombs underneath or something but they were going to close off the passageway which would completely stop the entire world economy because there would be no oil for any countries because the way to get it across in the pipelines is so we only get 20 percent of the oil that gets pushed out so if you know if there's a hundred million only 20 percent of that you're not running the world that way and that's how the whole conflict started and then the united states comes in and makes sure that doesn't happen and they have air bases there that fly over and look over and iran the entire coastline created things to take down air the aircraft and that's I, i'm going a little too much into a territory that i don't know all the facts like in front of me but i know a lot of the facts off the top of my head that's the 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 plane that was shot down that the ukraine flight that was shot down they thought that was the united states retaliating to when they bombed all of those spots like they, they bombed a bunch of a uh, camp or a bunch of camps u.s camps in iraq and then they thought they were retaliating so they shot down that plane but it was just a commercial flight going to the ukraine and that's when it came to its boiling point and and it was very close to triggering <laughs> triggering world war three and you don't even hear yeah. about it it's it's nuts but this isn't about comic books, so let's get off of this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Pete, 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 though, you know which ones you would like, though, Schnabel? You know which what ones? anime you would like? It's called Code Geass. Mm, yeah, you would really like that. Because it's highly political. You would also like, because Code Geass is about, like, um, basically this dude um, rises to He's not Hitler, but he rises to power. Like, this common dude rises to power. And you just Kanye? see how he basically becomes the villain to save his people you uh, would like it i like that like i do like, like that concept yeah. you know what kyle you know what you, need to, do you, you need to do you like start it. texting me these names what? instead of telling me on air so i could forget <laughs> you text me the name of these things i'm gonna make a document i'm gonna put a doc i'm gonna put a section on, on the document <laughs> animes of... for schnabel to watch at some point before we both die in listed from one to one thousand six hundred and twenty-two. Yeah, and, in, in two, and all of them have forty-two seasons. Good luck. Yeah, no, they luck. don't. I got. You. I'll give you a few one. I'll give you a few seasons. I'll give you. I'll give you a bunch that's like one season. I got. Yeah, have, I ain't gonna do it's four seasons, but there's like four hundred episodes. Four hundred episodes so. per season. Yeah, four seasons. So. <laughs> that's why he said that. He's like, "Oh, don't worry. I got one that's one season. How many episodes? Twelve hundred. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it don't start picking up to episode 800, but you need all the other 800 episodes. Like, yeah, Yo, once right you get through the first 800 episodes, you are going to be in, trust me. That's, that's where it sucks you in. That's where you can't, that's where it sucks you can't you in. stop Episode, <laughs> Bro, episode 1,233 made me cry. I'm telling you. 
I mean, as as much as we're joking, this is kind of one piece, bro. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's 100% one piece. This is like, one, one piece. I think one piece is like a a thousand ninety something episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, That's are you caught crazy. up? Yeah, I'm caught up. Okay, me too. All right, so like, and that took a lot for me to do because One Piece took me a long ass time to get through. And six there months. Are a lot of those. There are a lot six of those episodes months. where it's just like, why am I watching this? What is going on? This has this, like, this just does not intrigue me whatsoever. And then fillers. Like we're saying you get to like. Yeah, and then you get to one episode, and like shit, it's been. You're like, this is why I fucking love this show. This is why. This is why. It's like any cart. That's like any cartoon. Tough. Lots of fillers, no, but then but there's gonna be what, an episode that really hits you. But this oh. is this is the thing about this Schnabel, though. But One Piece, the filler episode will give you information about what's really hitting the fan. That's what's the, so crazy about it, because like. Okay, like I know you're never gonna watch this novel. So remember, 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 smile. Oh yeah. When we seen you, the smile, you said it took you six months to catch up. I was out. Smile. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. I I I I made a whole schedule for it. It took me six months. Um. Uh, by the way, spoilers like, for anybody that smile? hasn't seen the fifteen thousand episodes before you go on. I don't want somebody to be like, "Oh, oh I was look, not there yet." Look. So there's spoiler alerts for from look. this point on. Just imagine it's there's spoilers for everything. 90. All right. Yeah, since you hit play, it's been on, but now we're actually hey, giving you a warning. Hey, Let's do All right, this. Go ahead. Hey, if you if you haven't watched if you haven't watched anime within the last twenty years, leave. <laughs> like, go home, bro. Go home well, and watch they probably anime. are. Just gets up and leaves. <laughs> just, just gets up. <laughs> You're right. Pause. Gets yeah. up. Walks out the door. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah it's it's one of those it, it's those you know i love those shows i do it just it, it was the same for me with naruto like getting oh, through those shows they, it, it's That's my so number good. one it just you you just you gotta you know just buckle through like you just gotta get through and it's the same for naruto where you watch these episodes the filler episodes and like right at the end it gives you a little bit of like what's gonna happen in like the actual story arc and so you just watch this whole filler episode just for maybe 20 seconds at the end and you're just like all right okay next cool next episode it's a filler 20 20 seconds later you're like all right cool that's gonna be great and then you're like six episodes of filler and then you're like when is this gonna start please just get it there get it there and then it finally does and you're you're you know it's it's i said i told my friend it's the anticipation of christmas when you were a kid like december 1st and you have all those filler days before december 25th and then when december 25th rolls around you're like yes i made it time to open some presents and that's that's like some of these animes that's that's what it's a good way to put it it's a good way to put it how how did how did you feel about the My Hero Academia this past season, bro? This past season is great. I, you know, I I was kind of like holding my breath because they they're doing so there's so much action. There's so much, you know, villains going. There's a whole war going on, and I love every single one of the main characters. And like mm-hmm. I was just holding my breath to see like one of them go, 
Like, I was like, if one of these guys go, I'm going to lose it. And it got to a certain point at the end where you saw you saw guys who you love get really rocked. Like, they got messed up. And you're like, how are they going to come back from this, you know, it, it's just, it, especially the, you know, spoiler alert, the razor head with, with, you know, taking, there's like a, a bullet that takes away people's powers, Chris, and he, he got it, he got it in the leg, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just chops his leg off with a knife, and you're just like, what, what are you, what are you doing, Chris? and he, he survived, and, and, and he still has his power, it's just, like, how, how is he going to do anything after this? Like, are we not going to see him anymore as much as we have been seeing him? And, like, I, I would hate to not be able to see him, like, every episode or throw it down with someone. And it was kind of the same for me, like, when I saw it coming. We all saw it coming. But when All Might officially finished and he did his last fight and we knew he wasn't coming back to do the amazing things we've already seen him do in the show, it, it just hurt it hurt to to realize that we're not going to see him get powered up and like just texas smash someone and we're not going to see that and i'm ready for midoriya to take that mantle more but we're seeing in him he's being a little too reckless with these powers he's getting more and more powers to, to kind of deal with but he's in such it's not his fault anymore it's not like school when he's reckless. This is like, if he's not reckless, he may die. So to see him do this and, you know, you have that in the back of your head when they did it in the earlier seasons, if he does a smash with one of his arms again, he can't use that arm anymore. So it's just like, he, I don't want to see him all just beaten up. Like, and what, how is he going to, you know, handle that? And see that. So, I think the the best the, the best reveal of this past season was the missing Todoroki brother mm-hmm. coming back and selling it, and seeing seeing how you know the reaction of Endeavor seeing him and just being so taken back that he couldn't fight anymore, and then him him going up against his youngest brother, who is the perfection, who is the person who his father wanted him to be with the fire and ice and seeing them go at it and seeing his older brother with such, like, it, into, in my mind, it was such a big difference. He he may be this loose cannon villain, but it seems like he has a control over his power like the youngest doesn't have. He doesn't have that control and that that confidence to use both sides, and he the you know you see it you watch it them fighting it's just like you know he can create ice glaciers taller than skyscrapers and he's just getting his butt whooped by his brother because he's not using that he's he's only using his fire and he, and you already know that he's not confident using his fire so where is that going to go those two going at it like I'm just I'm invested in that invested in seeing how Bakugo goes and how how he survives you know he really put his life on the line he just kind of snapped out of this childhood mentality of I just want to be the best I want to be the number one I want to I want to be the number one hero and I think it snapped finally because he realized he's in the middle of a war going up and saving Midoriya and getting him out of the way and now where is he going to go from this is he going to be the same guy or is he going to be more angry at the fact that he got taken out 
and he needs to, you know, redeem himself to his peers. So I'm just, I'm excited. I, I just, I can't wait for the second half of the season to come out. Like I can, I can highly say that like I'll be in front of my TV and watching it as soon as it comes out because it's, it's just such good good storytelling in my opinion, you know, like it, it when I first started, I thought it was going to be like X-Men because it's, Chris, it's about people who develop um, like a gene that gives them powers and they call them quarks. And it kind of is like, it's like getting the X gene. It's like all of a sudden you start having powers and people are kind of freaked out about that. But in this world they built, it's like, okay, you have powers. Now you can either, you know, not use them and, and live a normal life. Or you can go and start going to school to become a hero and then work for a hero agency where you get dispatched to different things and you patrol different cities. And then, you know, you have those people who have quirks and and they want to be bad. They want to be villains. So, and it's interesting. And we're following these kids who started at one of the best um, hero high schools that they teach you. And, you know, the best heroes went to this one. So... We're watching them and they're only in their what kind of I think their second year and they've had mm-hmm. to deal with stuff that full grown heroes have never had to deal with. So it's them tackling not knowing everything, but then getting thrown mm-hmm. into the fire and seeing if they can they can deal with this. You know, from day one they were always dealing with some type of threat because the, the villain population is growing and growing and growing. And you know, the story now is about these people with quirks, they, they may not be, they, this group is, you know, both villains and heroes, but they're tired of society telling them what to do. So they kind of banded together and they want to just like, they want people who have quirks to rule the world, kind of a, a Magneto. Like he, they think like, they think they're the superior race and they should be able to make the decisions. The people who don't have quirks should not be making decisions for society. So it's, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. But also the the another element that to me just got added in, mm-hmm. at least more this season, is the role of like the government. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like the role of the government and the general public, because the biggest thing that stood out to me was Endeavor. Like first yeah. off, watching Endeavor break down at the sight of his son make me cry. Because when he was, he I we watched that man. He was like, yo, I looked for you. Mm-hmm. Like, Think about think about literally burning an entire place to look for your son, bro. Yeah. Like like Schnabel, he basically scoured the country to look for his son, bro. Like yep. like it was wild. Like you watch him do it. He had a mental breakdown when he couldn't find his son. Like and that's now it makes sense why he was so bitterly angry and threw himself into work. And then you're just like, "Dad, cuz it's like watching the like Endeavor became my favorite mm. after season around season three, after mm. his whole redemption arc. Yeah. And then like watching him this season be like the number one hero and people finally like he's finally not misunderstood. And then now that it came out that Dobby is his son, it's like you watch everybody like doubt him, even though they watched that man put the life on the line. So it's crazy, Schnabel, because they watch uh, like the so the number so Endeavor's kind of like an anti-hero in a way, mm-hmm. like he's known sure. to be like this super edgy hero to kind of take it too far, and he was kind of like a bad dad to his kids, kind of. Whereas like 
oh, my kids got to be as good as I am, and I'm the number two hero in the world type of deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like, he's yeah. like Omni-Man. Yeah. He's like Omni-Man. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. legit, he's Omni-Man. But, like, but when I tell you that man can can scrap, bro, like, yeah. watching him fight that that new move, like, bro, he, bro, he burned, he literally burned, because he has, like, the flames, that's his superpower, he burned a, a, a being who can literally regenerate in seconds, bro. We watched that thing pop an arm out yeah. when it got cut off, bro. And he burnt that thing to crisp, homie. Like, it's wild. But, yeah. like, watching Sounds the public wild. lose faith in heroes. Oh, yeah, no, it that's, is. That's a big that's, one. That's, that's a great, I, I that's great trope. Love. Yeah, like, the people were watching it and these villains were kind of putting stuff into the airwaves of saying, you know, what these heroes are doing, you know, they're not right all the time. They're not someone you should put up on a pedestal and kind of, they're not like, they're not like the, the boys where the heroes are like horrible, like horrible people, Mm -hmm. but the, the sense of the public not knowing, the collateral damage they cause, all of this stuff, and only knowing them for taking down huge villains, saving the day, making sure people are safe when they're walking home at night. Like, that's all they know them for. But these villains start putting into the airwaves of, you know, this is really what's going on. You know, Endeavor is, is like Kyle said, an anti-hero. He, you know, he may take things a little too far. Like he, you know, they, they're, you find out like these heroes, they're not trying to, to kill. They're not trying, they're trying to, you know, put down and, and, you know, put it to a place where they can be rehabilitated as villains, but they're, they, some of these guys like Endeavor are taking it next step and just, he does not care if you survive or not. He's just stopping the crime and he will put you into the ground if you don't stop. And the public doesn't see that. So now the public perception of heroes is, is waning away from that. And the government, like Kyle said, is coming in big because they rely on these guys so much. They rely mm-hmm. on their work and they're all about, they want, the government wants to be in the spotlight of the, of the citizens, not, not like, not seen as, as bad. So they may even turn on them. So it's a very big question on what is the My Hero Academia world going to look like next moving forward? Because the last story arc saw most, in my opinion, the most destruction of cities and of, of areas that we have seen ever, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are these people who lost their homes, who lost family members? What are they going to say about the heroes? Because they couldn't stop these people. They couldn't stop them. And it's, it's interesting to see what their perception is. Is there going to be a divide in the, in the, in the country? Is there people going to say, we still believe in them. They still ended up stopping them or, you know, why didn't you know about this? Like a surgence of villains happening. Why didn't you know about this anytime sooner? Why didn't you stop them anytime sooner? That's really your only job is to know what these villains are doing and, and, and know what they're planning. So, I'm excited, um, and it, mm-hmm. it, I get like this nervous feeling in my stomach because, like I said, they they they're all beloved. They're all beloved, and this could change the dynamic of this whole show right off the bat. 
So I, I think I got to get into it. this. This this one interests me more than any show that Kyle's brought. To, not not saying that like, you've brought this to my attention before. This this one interests me more than any of the other ones because this is right you in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, and they have a whole season for for villains. Like they have a whole season where you see the villains do their thing, and it's yeah. beautiful because you watch like okay, so the main villain. He starts out as a sorry villain. Like he's getting murked every time. Murked every time. He'll have a nice little plan. He'll succeed once or twice, but then get murked. But then, like, this seat, well, really the last season, you just see him get better and better and stronger and stronger to where now, like, he's like a real deal. Like, yo, yo, homie literally decimated the entire country, bro. Just like cooling, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let's let's say he took out the entire East Coast. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. From from Maine to Florida, it's gone because of him. The one thing yeah. about this villain that I actually love is you can kind of feel for him. You mm-hmm. see his. That's what makes him the best. You know, he he has a power that like if he touches something, it's, it decays, and. Mm-hmm. He had a very, you know, he had a loving mother, but he had a very tough father who didn't like heroes. You know, he had a he had a major hero in his family, a very big hero in his family. Um, it was his aunt, and he he like he didn't really understand like what that was, and he was still getting ragged on by his father. And it, like I said, these quirks come on you know, when you get a certain age and it will happen, you know, out of stress, you know, same as like uh, getting the X gene and like when you're in high, high stress yeah. situations, they may bloom and this mm-hmm. will happen. And then he, he ends up, you know, doing horrible things and he, he blames heroes for the way he is. He doesn't, he doesn't like it. And, and, and then he, you know, he finds a mentor that, is already a major villain and he kind of corrupts him even worse and this and you see him more and more like kyle said like in the beginning he's trying these like childish things like he thinks of going up against heroes as like a video game and he's trying to he's trying to beat them in in a video game and this mentor is telling him you know you kind of have to take this a little more seriously and, and, you know, start out small and then just make your way up, you know, build your, build your following around you and then come up and start. And we're at the point where he has come up. He is, he is the, he is the head honcho of the villains and he has a power upgrade and he is, he's just ruthless now. He just does not, he can't see anything right or wrong anymore where he probably did in the beginning, but he's been corrupted for so long now. And all those defeats by the heroes have really taken a toll on his psyche where he he's just, you know, this is it. I'm going to go after them as hard as I can. I don't care if I die. It's just, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get my message out to the people that heroes aren't that good. They aren't the good people you think of, And we are the real regular people with quirks we are we're just trying to be normal people and they're preventing that and so it's a it's a crazy story so yeah chris i would totally get into it 
Is this is this you a know, Crunchyroll like vehicle? Yeah, I think so. It's, yeah, you can watch this it, on Hulu too. Yeah, I was gonna say because I think it's on something else, isn't it? It's on Hulu. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. So, if anybody else yeah, that bro. wants to watch this that hasn't watched it, like myself, Hulu, My Hero, or Crunchyroll, My Hero mm-hmm. Academia, Academia, Academia. I got it. Yeah. I got the first time. I got the first time. So, cause it's been a good like appetizer for you. Yeah, <laughs> I think so because I want to get more into it, but like. Talking about heroes now, I kind of really want to talk to you guys about Verizon Miller and a hero that we've seen on the big screen. We've seen him. We've seen him in now what two movies now? Because we can count um, those stupid at Justice least two, League. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the real Justice League movie. Um, and let me just tell you this. When they first yeah, you, cast you him, have the floor. Go ahead. You have the floor here. Yeah. I was not excited when he was casted. I didn't think he fit the mold for Barry Allen, and I love the Flash. I I'm a huge avid Flash reader. I'm caught up to today's Flash, and I just don't think he fits the the Barry Allen moniker enough. And you know when you see him. As the Flash, and then you have, you know, you have Grant Gustin as the CW Flash. Grant Gustin does a better job at portraying Barry Allen than Arisen Miller, and Arisen Miller is in these blockbusters, and CW is something, you know, we can even get into that. It's just it, the Flash has just been better there than it is on the big screen, where you, they have tons of money to throw at this and to really take the time to to look for a good good actor to play this, and I just wasn't excited. Now, when the Zack Snyder Justice League came out and I watched it, I didn't hate him. I didn't hate his his portrayal that much. I just, it didn't feel like the Barry Allen I know from the comic books. It just felt like they're kind of their own take on it. And, you know, he, he seems like he's a little more buffoonishy, where in the comics, he's... He is quirky and funny, but he's he's more smart. He's really into being a CSI. He's he's very smart and he like keeps his head in the game. Where he can be funny and goofy, but like majority of the time you're seeing he's he's really in it. And this one was just like this quirky guy who is smart, but like, you know, he he's he's trying to figure out his powers and stuff like that. And it didn't seem like he was he was the the real essence of Barry who, you know, he has that loss of his mother. His mother was killed and, you know, he's more kind of brought back from that until you get to the certain point where he, you know, he does flashpoint and does all that. But it's just, I didn't, I just didn't connect with him. You know, the other characters I did and it just sucked because Flash is one of my favorite characters and I just didn't connect with him. Yeah, I I think that comes from no this is I, honestly it's just like a guess but you know i think his character change comes from the fact that uh the mcu had so much success with the goofy buffoons i mean look what they did to thor <laughs> like yeah. thor is they just completely did that to, they completely neutered thor in that way mm-hmm. but it had so much success because yeah i i don't i'm not caught up on the flash i do know a lot about the flash though and 
that the flash on the screen is not the Barry Allen of the comics. It's very different. And I think they did that because we, as, as I mean, it's not, it's not breaking any news that they were trying so hard to catch up to the MCU, which years ago when we first started the show, I said was the biggest mistake. Don't catch up, start your own and you will get there. Because the MCU can't last forever. There's going to be a downfall. And during this downfall, they could have had just like comic books. They're never good at the same time. When Marvel's really good, DC is not putting out good stories. And they flip-flop all the time. They could have done the same thing with the movies, but they decided not to do it. But And Ezra Miller, we don't have to go too much into it. Uh, we got that opinion from you. We don't have to talk about him. It's stuff off the off the camera his personal life. They probably should have canceled that movie. I know it's a huge thing. We got Michael Keaton and all this other stuff, but let's get more into this. The Flash movie's coming out. Aquaman's coming out. Why? We've talked about this on the show before, but not with Matt here. Why? What is the point? They're this they are they trying to close the chapter on this universe? Like what is the point? There's there why should I be invested in these movies? When I know for a fact they're not going to be the universe that I'm going to be following for the next whatever amount of years. Yeah, it just it doesn't make sense to me because, you know, the Flash is setting up the, the Flashpoint story, which is, in my opinion, one of the best Flash books mm-hmm. of all time. It was just so yeah. good. And, you know, they're going to set that up. and But there's a continuation after that. Like we're going to get this one movie and that's it. And if it was just a, a flash story, like about his rogues, you know, something goes on and that was it. And yeah, fine. That's great. But this is such a, a, a deeply rooted story that they're pulling from. It's like, how do you just end it after that? Like how, how, how do you just like give that story as a one-off and then move on to something new with the Aquaman, I think, you know, they can... But I was going to say, that's, you know, that's his, they don't because they have Aquaman. They're not... It's, it's going to be a one-off, yes, but they don't end it with that. They're ending it with Aquaman. <laughs> it makes no sense. But with Aquaman, at least it's just like... It, it's like, okay, this is Aquaman's movie. At this point, when they started filming the movie, when they started post-production, all of that, James Warren, all of them knew, like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the last. So they probably picked a story that is just one arc and, like, they can figure out everything. It's just the elements of the Flash is opening up to different universes. Like, the the Flashpoint universe still exists in the comics. Like, it's still going on. So you're opening up, you know, the the multiverse. You're opening up to all these different things and, okay, we're going to restart. It's like, why would you pick that type of story for something that's just going to be a one-off movie? And why do you keep promoting it and, and putting it out there that it's coming out. It just doesn't seem like this great of, of, of a situation. And I think, you know, this movie costs a lot to do. And I think this is all about money. They just don't want to lose money on it. They, they scrapped the back row movie and they lost a ton of money off of that. They can't lose a lot of money off of these two movies because then we won't get a, a, a new DCU anytime soon no. because they just won't have the money to put it out you know it's just like and in my opinion like dc's bread and butter is just doing trilogies not connected right now just of their own yep. thing you know look how great the dark knight series did 
just look at how great that story was told, how, and doing a story about a Batman that is more about real life than it is the comic books, you know, I love that. I love that. It's, you know, you see Bruce Wayne, he's beaten the crap up. He bankrupts Wayne Enterprises. Like, that's what, anybody who wants to become Batman in the real world is going to bankrupt themselves because you can't pay for all that shit. And you probably won't survive more than three years doing the work, you know? So that's so great. That's such a great story to tell. Now, I love the Matt Reeves Batman. I don't want that to connect to anything else. I don't even want to hear about, like, oh, you know, they, they mentioned Metropolis. Maybe there's a Superman. No, I, I don't I don't want that. I want this. It was a great, gritty detective story in this one. And I want them to move on and, and go and tell tell the story of just this world. I, you know, I'm not in a rush to get all these connected movies with, you know, after credit scenes, all this. For the DCU, I'm not in a rush for that. All right? The, Marvel is giving me that already. I can watch that in Marvel movies, you know? I just want to see my favorite characters from DC on the big screen with great storytelling, great acting, and great visuals. And I just, I don't need all this connective tissue to it, you know? Like, my big thing was they could have done that with the Zack Snyder. They didn't. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's over. Yeah, it's I, over. You know, you see all these people screaming and everything about losing Henry Cavill. Is Henry Cavill my Superman? 110%. He was great. That man was made to play mm-hmm. Superman. He was made yeah, he to was. play it. And it was it was just, it was beautiful watching. Man of Steel is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it to death. But we got that movie so long ago. If you didn't see this happening, if you didn't see this happening, like, and yeah, they, they bumbled it because, you know, they gave... They gave The Rock Black Adam, and he he was like, I want Superman versus Black Adam. I want Superman versus Black Adam. Great, Stupid. but you picked, a, you picked a, a character that doesn't really have that many story arcs, and he doesn't really go up against Superman all that much. Goes, so goes against Shazam. Yeah, and he didn't want to be part of the Shazam movie. So, like, what yeah. did you really think was going to happen? And all that mixed in with everything else – I immediately saw this is the end for Henry Cavill. And I loved him as that. And you know what? I don't think I would trust anybody with his, that Superman story besides for Zack Snyder. I just I just don't. I don't think they would give us the Superman we wanted without him. And I know he's not coming back to, to Warner Brothers. I know that for a fact. Like, he just, he's done with them. Like, yeah. it's, it, he, they screwed him over way too many times. Royally. He doesn't want to do it. And if he's not directing and, and putting his input into that Superman, I don't want to see that Superman on screen. Because yeah. I don't Give think us another one. get a, a, yeah, like at this point, it's, let's It's been so long. Everybody. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been so long. Give us another like, one. Let's just, let's just get it. You know, I, I, and I, you know, I'm. For me and James Gunn taking the helm, I'm I'm happy and I'm hesitant. Those are my two things. I'm happy because he's been in at a place where they they give a lot of the writers and directors leeway with, with mm-hmm. MCU, and he won't take anything less than that. I know that he's when done, he signed he's on, done most he of the su- is, he's done a couple of the most successful ones too. Yeah, the Guardians so of the Galaxy series is probably one of the most successful ones. Yeah, and they're great. And so 
you have him helping it and he did did you guys watch peacemaker yes love peacemaker i've told kyle to watch it it's so good so freaking good and so if that's the type of style we're gonna get that'd be great um uh so we have (laughs) sorry what did it, I, I think one of the ghosts from Kyle's anime just <laughs> strolled yeah. in. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I want I want something new. Like James Gunn is thinking of a of a younger Superman. That's great. I want a younger Superman. You know, I you know I want I want him to really pick up on um, what like the DC animated like Batman animated series kind of did where you mm-hmm. have an established Batman girl and you have episodes in the that series of flashbacks of when he was younger when when he first met Robin like I would rather them all be established and we go back and we see those things in a in a small way to then get these these guys up and running in the DCU because it's it's kind of like just beating a dead horse if we're gonna retell these stories over and over again. Over and over and we don't need to. It's the funny meme of seeing yeah, it's funny meme of seeing um like from Spider Man and his uncle dying and he tweets out, Please stop killing me, I don't want to see this again. (laughs) I don't want to go through this again. Like like we don't need to know their origins. Like we're we're such invested fans that we know the origins of yeah, now, there are certain movies like Blue Beetles coming out. That will definitely mm-hmm. need an origin. Okay. Yeah. We need to know about the Beatles before Jaime Reyes and, and see him. You know, you need you need all these people to kind of pull this story together so you know who this character is and, and what mm-hmm. this Blue Beetle comes from. But the the main the main guys, you know, you know, the Trinity, we don't need a a Wonder Woman, you know. The, the marquees, the marquees, Batman, Superman, Spider Man, Wonder Woman, like the marquee names. We don't, don't need, need, we don't need it. Yeah, I agree. And I 100% I would, agree. I would totally say, like, I would love, I would love to get like an origin for Flash, but we're gonna see that in this new stupid Flash movie, so like, we can't do that now. So that's out the table. Yeah, so it's off the table there. But like, I want, like, I want, a, you know, an origin of the Green Lantern. Like, mm-hmm. let's get out let's get out in space let's do space. i want a lantern corpse they need to do a lantern corpse like they need to start out with the origin story and then do the full lantern corpse with yeah. all the lanterns like i want because i like the red lanterns yeah so like i want to see all that more of the different lanterns and what they mean is is one of the best stories ever it's like it's just so good so we need that i would love a new gods like get into the new gods don't you know, keep Dark Side. You know, we got a Dark Side, but keep him in the back. But like, tell the new gods, like, see what they are, what they're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we 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 have so many DC characters. Like, we, we were talking earlier. I told you I had a, a first edition Booster Gold first appearance. You know, tell Booster's story. That's a fun story to do. Where he's a time traveling hero that's not good at being a hero. Like, that's in James Gunn's wheelhouse for sure to do. Like, because he is just all over the place and yeah. it's just we just have all these things like i want like a, a like a justice league type dark type thing like bring in swamp thing like bring in mm-hmm. these, these you know these constantine bring please bring back keanu reeves as constantine 
and bring him back and, and, and do and do something that's really dark and horror, you know, and, and gets get you know, get your skin crawling a little bit, but it's still heroes, you know. Speaking of that, you know what they should do? What's up? So they should do a like in a like in a like a darker version of Teen Titans. Because mm. like the you know what I'm saying? Because like the show, especially like how the show went, especially once you figure out that Slade is literally all in Robin's mind. Yep. Bro. Spoilers. <laughs> Tell me. But I think Kyle's right. Like it would be awesome if we got like a standalone Robin movie and we see the progression mm-hmm. of Dick Grayson. Because right now in the comic books, he's gonna be the leader of the new Justice League. And I think that's one of the best things in the world because he's a better Batman because he has empathy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not all about the dark. And his his comic series, I highly suggest anybody you know looking for something new to read if they haven't read Nightwing from like the 2016 to the present. It is so good. He's just he he's he's you know he's in he's a better Batman. Like I said, like he just he he emulates everything that that Batman and Bruce taught him. But he does it in a different way, and it's fun to see that. It's fun to see like another side of that kind of, uh, of personality, and not all dark and gruesome, and, and always, you know, it's always going to be the end of the world if something happens. You know, no, he, he mm-hmm. finds different ways to solve problems, and I would love to see, you know, just focus on Dick, and you know, you focus on him, you can bring in, you know, the Teen Titans, like the original Teen Titans. You can bring in Aqua. You can you can bring in Speedy, you can bring in Wonder Girl, you can bring in all these like I wouldn't say like people I don't think know Teen Titans that well. If they just probably from the show, the TV show. yeah, yeah, just you know, you I would imagine that. from the show. The TV show, yeah, and like if you got that on the big screen, it would just you know a little more grittier, you know, a PG thirteen type thing. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they're doing it in the TV show just. To, a little different but I, I like it because it's a little dark it, it's 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 a little um kind of in your face like these guys are really young but they're they're fighting people who are out to to kill them you know so to get that on the big screen and to develop those stories would be really cool and you know that's how you can you can branch out which would be absolutely amazing and so i just with this i'm i'm happy james gunn is at the helm I'm just, you know, hesitant, right? and as as anybody should, you know, like I was, I was hesitant going into Phase Four of the MCU because there really wasn't any plan, and I understand, you know, it was, you know, we, you know, rest in peace. We were supposed to get Chadwick Boseman as like kind of the face, as Chris Evans was the face. He mm-hmm. was going to be that face, and I would have loved him and that. Tom Holland. You know, him, to him and Tom Holland. You know him. You know. Now that they brought in Neymar, that would have been so cool to see him and Neymar going at it. You know, just just so, just both of them are. Well, Neymar is this hardcore, like I. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't be in it if Chadwick was still alive. The original storyline did not have Neymar in it. It was a. The original story. This was just in an interview recently. Um, Mm -hmm. The original story was like. Chadwick meets his son, which spoiler again, we meet his son and it's like a father son story, like a coming yeah. of age of how he's going to teach him how to become the ruler of Wakanda. 
and that that was the original storyline and then obviously chadwick tragically passed away and they couldn't make that storyline so they had to change it up so then they bring namor in and they change it all up and obviously the, you meet his kid who's also t'challa which is a clear indication that they're going to do a soft recast which i i'm a big fan of that you can't get rid of t'challa i know chadwick was great and yeah. he was like probably the best black panther you can ask for but you can't then get rid of that character it's too important mm-hmm. to the mcu now i have, I have yeah. a question for everybody before we before we go any further mm-hmm. what are we thinking about a part two next week of this because we still have plenty of things we oh, can go okay. through but we are running out of time yeah, you think sure. we should do a part two like- all right yeah. so how about this we're gonna close out the show all right we're gonna close yeah. the show if you were interested in today Come back next Monday, and we'll do MCU. We were going to talk about Invincible. We did not do that. We'll do that next week, and maybe we'll throw in some other. We'll sprinkle in some other good stuff. So we talked DC today. We talked a lot of anime. I bet you Kyle's very happy. He finally got he got a little appetizer of the anime. Um, and next week we'll talk about that. So Matt, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you obviously next week. Thank we're, you guys. <laughs> We're going to do that. Um, make sure you follow uh, Make sure you follow us on Schnabel Studios on everything uh, at Schnabel Studios on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you are watching this on YouTube or Spotify, you can listen to it anywhere you get your podcast. And if you're listening to it, same thing. Go to Spotify or YouTube. Search Schnabel Studios. You can find any podcast under the Schnabel Studios name. Thank you again for listening to Sketching Up. 65 episodes down. 66 will be next week. We'll continue this on. See you guys later. Matt, thanks for joining us. Kyle, you're always here. No thank you. See you later.